0: You're listening to The Bible Explorer, a podcast about the misunderstood, unusual, and little-known aspects of the Bible. My name is Matt Morton, and I'm your host. This is Episode 8, Leviathan. If you've read the Old Testament, you've probably run across the descriptions of a sea creature called Leviathan. Uh, and uh, wondered, what in the world is that about? Uh, Leviathan is mentioned a few times in the Bible, mentioned a couple of times in the book of Psalms, Psalm 74 and Psalm 104. Uh, Leviathan is also mentioned once in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 27, and then twice in the book of Job. Once in Job chapter 3, the title character Job mentions Leviathan. And then Leviathan is talked about at great length in Job chapter 41. In fact, pretty much the entire chapter of Job 41 is about Leviathan. And God describes Leviathan in Job 41. So so maybe you've read that before and like a lot of people kind of gone, what in the world is this creature that's being described? It's clear that it's a sea creature but it's not really clear that it's a creature that any of us have ever come into contact with. Uh, What I wanted to do today then is talk about, first of all, what is Leviathan? Can we figure it out? Uh, And then secondly, uh, what do we do with something like this in the scripture? When we run across some sort of description of a creature or some sort of um, maybe uh, maybe even a scientific issue like this, where we go, is this, is this accurate? Is this real, right? Because uh, when you read about Leviathan, people go, this doesn't seem like it's a scientific description of any creature that I'm aware of. So maybe it's a mythological creature that's being described. Um, so we want to look at that just a little bit and figure out how we approach that um, when we run across something like this, because I think it, it's going to say a lot about how we interpret and understand the Bible in general. So here's, here's how I want to start. Uh, I want to read a little bit of Job 41 so that you get a sense of how Leviathan is described and what it is. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the context and maybe give some ideas about what's going on. So this is God speaking, remember, um, in Job 41. Let me just read a little bit of what God says. He says to Job, can you draw out Leviathan with a fish hook? or press down his tongue with a cord? Can you put a rope in his nose or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make many supplications to you? Or will he speak to you soft words? Will he make a covenant with you? Will you take him for a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you bind him for your maidens? So you kind of get the idea God is saying, hey, Job, I am in charge of Leviathan. I can do what I want with this sea creature. You can't. Uh, further down in the same chapter, then, he describes Leviathan, and here's what God says about him. He says, I will need not keep silence concerning his limbs or his mighty strength or his orderly frame. Who can strip off his outer armor? Who can come within his double mail? Who can open the doors of his face? Around his teeth there is terror. His strong scales are his pride, shut up as with a tight seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezes flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning torches. Sparks of fire leap forth. Out of his nostrils smoke goes forth as from a boiling pot and burning rushes. His breath kindles coals and a flame goes forth from his mouth. In his neck lodges strength and dismay leaps before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together, firm on him and immovable. His heart is hard as a stone, even as hard as a lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty fear because of the crashing, they are bewildered. The sword that reaches him cannot avail, nor the spear, the dart, or the javelin. He regards iron as straw. "'Bronze is rotten wood. "'The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned into stubble for him. "'Clubs are regarded as stubble. "'He laughs at the rattling of the javelin. "'His underparts are like sharp pot sherds. "'He spreads out like a threshing sledge on the mire. "'He makes the depths boil like a pot. "'He makes the sea like a jar of ointment. "'Behind him he makes a wake to shine. "'One would think the deep to be gray-haired. "'Nothing on earth is like him, one made without fear.' He looks on everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. So that's the biblical description of Leviathan. And as you can see, Leviathan is described as a massive, scary sea creature with scales and he breathes fire and you can't kill him with a javelin or with a dart or a sword. He's extremely destructive. Um, so you read that and at, at first it definitely sounds like a dragon, Uh, It doesn't sound like any creature that you've ever heard of or encountered before. At least if you have encountered it, you're probably dead, right? So uh, nobody who has seen Leviathan has lived to tell the tale, apparently. Uh, But God tells Job, I can master Leviathan. I'm in charge of Leviathan. And if you remember, uh, this is in this section of the book of Job, very much toward the end where Job has been questioning God's goodness and questioning God's plan because Job has been in a great deal of distress and suffering. And God essentially comes back to Job and he says, Hey, Job, I made the world. I made the animals. I'm in control. Who are you to question my plan? And so in that context, he says, let me just give you one illustration. This massive sea creature that everybody's afraid of, I'm in control of. That's the idea. But the question is, what is Leviathan? And, and, uh, you know, a few people have offered options. In fact, a lot of people have offered options about what Leviathan is. Um, Probably if you are reading a commentary by somebody who is what you might say a more liberal Bible scholar, somebody who perhaps doesn't believe in the inerrancy of the scripture, that person might say, well, look, Leviathan is just a mythical creature, right? Like a dragon or the Loch Ness monster, or the chupacabra. Right here in Texas, we have our own mythical creature, the chupacabra. Or if you live in Canada, maybe it's Sasquatch, right? Something like that. That's what Leviathan is. It's just a mythical creature. And uh, since Job mentions Leviathan in Job chapter three, maybe God is just coming back around to it and saying, hey, Job, even this nasty creature, Leviathan, that you're so afraid of, I can handle and manage. And so God might some people say, make reference to even a mythological creature, even though it's not real, just to say what you're afraid of, I'm in charge of. The problem with that is it it puts God in the position of sort of playing along with what is effectively an untruth, right? So uh, if this is not a creature that actually exists, yet God seems to indicate that he's in control of it, he can do all of these things to Leviathan, it's sort of, you know, it's sort of be like if God were to kind of play along with Santa Claus for us, right? If God were to tell us about a creature or a person or an event that just isn't really true, but God is just telling it to us to make a point. The problem is there's no real indication here in the book of Job that this isn't a real creature. And uh, I think that we're on shaky ground if God starts doing that, especially the other issue is, there are a lot of truly dangerous creatures in the world, like a lion or even a great white shark that uh, God could have used to make his point. He didn't have to use a mythical creature to make his point. So I don't I don't personally think that the best uh, explanation here is that Leviathan is mythical. Um, so that leaves us with the idea that Leviathan is probably something that actually either does exist or did exist back in the time of Job. Now, when was Job written? Um we don't we don't actually know for sure, but uh, you know the the oldest that the book of Job might might be is somewhere around I don't know, 5 or 6000 BC, somewhere like that, several thousand years before Christ. Um you know, So, so you're, you're talking about a book that is old, not necessarily extremely old, but, but pretty old. Um, and so the question is, could there have been creatures in Job's day that don't exist today? So um, when people look at the question of what Leviathan is, they obviously they, they tend to start with creatures that we're familiar with. So a lot of people have said, well, maybe it's a, a whale like a, you know, a, a big blue whale or a humpback whale or something like that, that that sailors would see on the ocean, that is, I mean, it's always possible. But again, you know, sailors who were on the ocean a lot, I think would have known what a whale was. They had a pretty good understanding of what those looked like. Um, some people have suggested that it could be a shark of some kind. And again, possible, uh, especially if it were dark and you were scared, uh, in a storm or whatever, I suppose a shark could look like a big sea serpent. But again, you know, sharks have fins up above the water and all of that. They're not scaly. Sharks don't breathe fire, um, nor do whales. Um, it's hard to understand what that could be referring to. Um, unless the, the fire breathing itself is a metaphor, but again, it doesn't appear to be a metaphor, um, in the, in the passage. Um, The most common uh, explanation for Leviathan, and this one actually puzzles me a little bit, but the most common one that people come up with is maybe it's a crocodile, right? Because crocodiles are scaly. Crocodiles kind of look like a dragon. They might blow out in such a way that they churn the water up. So it might sort of look like they're making the water boil. And so people may have gotten the idea that they were breathing fire underneath the water. The real problem that I see with that is there aren't a whole lot of crocodiles in the ocean. I mean, sometimes crocodiles will swim in the ocean uh, for short distances. Occasionally, you might see a crocodile, you know, five or six miles away from the shore, but especially in the region where the Bible was written, when Isaiah and the psalmists would have been writing. There, there aren't a lot of crocodiles, at least today, out in those waters. Crocodiles are basically freshwater animals. And so it seems unlikely that a, a, a legend would have developed around a crocodile being this giant sea creature, at least to me, not to mention crocodiles. Although they can get pretty big, they're not enormous. I mean, they're not so big that you're going to mistake them for a giant underwater dragon that breathes fire. So um, so, so what does that leave us with? Well, the other option is this, that what Leviathan is, is Leviathan is a is a real creature that doesn't exist anymore. And uh, so, you know, some people would say, well, if it doesn't exist, if it went extinct, uh, wouldn't we have fossils of it? So I actually, I asked my, my dad about this uh, over the course of this past week. And you may say, you know, why'd you ask your dad? Well, Uh, My dad uh, is a geophysicist. That's what he was for his career. So he has a lot of training and has studied a lot both in geology as well as in physics and knows a lot about the fossil record, partly because of his profession, but partly just because it was a a huge area of study for him uh, with some things that he wrote and was interested in earlier in his life. And he told me something that I wasn't really aware of previously, which is that most creatures throughout the history of the world, we don't have fossils of. Um, In other words, if you look at the number of creatures that are around today and you assume they've been around for a good long time, something like anywhere from 90 to 100 percent of the species in the world there's today, there's no fossil record of them at all most species don't end up uh, fossilizing. So what that means is that there are probably lots of species that once existed, that no longer exist, that there's no fossil record for them at all. They just have vanished without any trace of their existence, Um, even amongst things like the dinosaurs or, um, you know, uh, various kinds of apes and all of that. Um, Apparently, the most common type of animal to fossilize are invertebrate marine animals. Now, clearly, leviathan is is a vertebrate. Uh, It's it's a giant, scaly uh, dragon or reptile of some kind, so it's not invertebrate. But uh, invertebrates fossilize the most often. Other types of animals fossilize less often. So all that to say... The odds are extremely high that Leviathan was some sort of large sea creature that existed in the time of Job and maybe still existed even in the time of Isaiah, the time of David. um, But we just don't have it anymore. We don't know what it is exactly. And it doesn't exist anymore. Um, Or if it does, nobody in modern times has seen it. That's not a far-fetched explanation. It doesn't require a whole lot of straining of either the scientific evidence or the scripture. I point all of that out simply to say this, that when it comes down to it, I think that it is better in a situation like this to err on the side that what is being described in the Bible is probably real. It's a real creature that we're just not familiar with, rather than to immediately jump to, well, this is a myth, right? God is just playing along with a myth the danger in that of course is that there are there are certain miraculous beliefs of our faith that if they are a mere myth that puts us in a bind right so if we say well you know there were a lot of myths in the first century about people rising from the dead and maybe you know the scripture just plays along with those to make a point about jesus so you can see how how quickly that interpretive um strategy falls apart for us when it comes to the foundations of our faith. So because we believe in the inerrancy of Scripture, um, and because, especially in Job 41, we're looking at the words of God directly, um, I tend to think that the best option is uh, Leviathan. We don't know what it is. We don't know exactly what's being described. And it's probably a creature we haven't seen um, in our lifetimes, but that it's real, that something lived in the ocean that was large, that was scaly, that could... uh, at least create some sort of sparks or fire of some kind electrically. Maybe it, maybe it was some kind of giant eel. Who knows what it was, uh, but it was real. Um, what I want to end with, though, is this. Uh, instead of us in this sort of an instance getting so bogged down and stressed that, hey, I don't know what this animal is, I don't think we need to worry about that. I think if God wanted us to know specifically what the animal is, he would have told us. I actually think there's some power in the passage that we don't know what it is. Maybe Job didn't know specifically what it is from sort of a scientific standpoint. But the point is, God knows what it is exactly, and God is in control of it, Um, that there's this scary... um, Underwater creature that freaks everybody else out, and 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 God says, "Hey, don't." He says, "Don't you lay your hand on him?" In, in forty-one eight, lay your hand on him, and you rem- you'll remember the battle, and you won't do it again. You don't want to come near Leviathan, but God will come near Leviathan. God can conquer Leviathan. In fact, in in other passages, um, God basically crushes Leviathan and, and feeds Leviathan out to. Uh, the beasts of the field. God is that powerful and that strong. And that's really the point here in Job chapter 41 is is God is saying to Job, hey, the things you don't understand, the things you're not in control of, I am in control of. Uh, What you're afraid of, I can conquer. So Job, you can trust me and you don't need to be afraid. That's the essence of it. Um, I hope this has been an interesting discussion. Um, I hope that you are not afraid to go to the beach this summer uh, for fear of running across Leviathan. Um, Hopefully the worst that you will uh, see is something like a jellyfish, which is not nearly as scary, but definitely stay away. That's all that I have for today. We'll talk to you next time.